So, um, what is on your Christmas wish list? Yeah, what, what is it you want for Christmas? I remember one Christmas, uh, a friend's six-year-old son announcing that, uh, that he would like some remote-control underpants. <laughs> now, he didn't explain what they were. Uh, I don't know if he'd seen them on a program. I've never uh, seen them advertised myself. Um, I can't really imagine what they are. But anyway, I expect he got Lego in the end. Um, but assuming you're not after remote-control underpants or... Uh, uh, I wonder what's on your wish list. What is it you want for Christmas? Uh, the story's told that some years ago, uh, the British ambassador in Washington, uh, about a fortnight before Christmas, was rung up um, by a local TV station. And he was asked uh, exactly that question. Um, ambassador, he said to call him, what would you like for Christmas? And, uh, of course, he was very sort of, um, you know, concerned that he shouldn't be seen to be taking any sort of bribes or any favoritism or anything. He said, well, I shouldn't dream of accepting anything, to be quite honest. Um, but they, they, they were quite insistent. They said, no, seriously, seriously, uh, we'd like to know. Uh, don't be modest. What, what would you like for Christmas? And so he said, well, if you absolutely must, maybe a small box of crystallized fruits. And he was, thought it was very modest. That was, that was fine. And he didn't really think about anything at, until um, uh, just Christmas Eve, he switched on the TV and uh, the announcer was saying, look, we've done a little Christmas survey this year. Uh, we asked three visiting ambassadors what they would like for Christmas. Uh, the French ambassador said he would like peace on earth and an end to war and strife. The German ambassador said he would like a great upsurge in international trade and prosperity and growth for the whole world. And the British ambassador said he would like a small box of crystallized fruits. I don't know if that's a true story or not, but, but assume you've got your crystallized fruits, assuming you don't want remote control underpants, what would you like most for Christmas? I'm sure most of us would probably join with the French ambassador with the big vision. I would like peace on earth. I'd love to see peace in the world, peace between nations, peace in Ukraine, peace amongst families peace of mind and heart for myself. I'd like to take back to, to one of those readings, that reading from Luke chapter 2 that Rupert read for us, just three words that the angel announced to the shepherds. Do you remember those three words? On earth peace. On earth peace. I wonder what you make of those words. Are they promising peace in the world? Because if they are, I think we'd have to agree, wouldn't we, that, that as we look around us some 2,000 years after those words were first spoken, that the angels got it pretty badly wrong. If peace between nations is what the angels were promising, well, uh, many of us witnessed much of the 20th century, the most violent century of history ever. Today, as we meet in our peaceful, lovely evening, uh, Russian and Ukrainian soldiers spending time preparing in the midst of battle. If peace between nations is what they were promising, then, then we'd have to say the angels were talking nonsense, weren't they? But in our own society, actually, it's, it's, you know, I've, I've always thought it's strange. You know, the, the, the season of peace and goodwill, the Christmas season, is statistically the season when uh, the highest levels of stress, of marital arguments, of family breakups happen at this time of year, this time of season of, of peace and goodwill, uh, as the pressure grows, 
and it reveals the challenges that are always there. As we see all this conflict around us, as perhaps we feel the conflict within us, you may feel this evening, you know, if the angels were announcing the birth of Jesus to bring peace in the world and, and peace uh, between people, surely they were badly mistaken. Uh, on earth, peace. Were the angels wrong? Did they get it wrong? Is Christianity a massive failure? You know, should we end the carol service now? You know, go home without singing our last carol. Uh, well, before the band, you know, get worried. Uh, the answer is an emphatic no. Christianity hasn't failed. The angels weren't wrong. You see, the angels weren't an amount announcing an immediate end to, to wars between nations or to conflict between individuals or even an absence of inner dissonance within us. No, the angels were announcing a peace even deeper and more fundamental than that. That one day will lead to those things, but they were announcing peace between heaven and earth, between God and man. You see, the reason that Christmas is such a, a great season of hope, a source of such celebration across the, the globe, is because Jesus Christ came into the world to establish peace between us and God. Now, you might say, uh, if, you're, if you're visiting, you're not a Christian, if you're thinking about these things, uh, but aren't yet a, a Christian, you, say, you might think, well, I didn't know I was at war with God. You know, the clear teaching of the Bible is that we are at enmity in conflict in our hearts, hostile towards the God who made the world and made us. For most of us, it's not a thought-out, angry kind of dismissal of God as in the writings of Richard Dawkins, but it's evident simply in the way we treat him and his world. Imagine you're throwing a Christmas party for your friends and your neighbours. Um, you know, everything's ready. You've made the place look beautiful, lights are twinkling, you've prepared some, some wonderful food, there's mulled wine simmering on the, on the stove, there's some quiet music, probably Michael Bublé playing in the, in the background, and, and the doorbell rings, and you're, you're there with, ready to, to welcome your guests. And you open the door with a smile, and your guests just barge past you. Don't even acknowledge you're, you're there. Just push past you into, the, into your house. Uh, and they get stuck into the food and the drink that you've prepared. And, 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 and they then start opening the cupboards to see what else you've got in there. Uh, some of the guests, are, are, you have to say, are, are good at sharing around the, the mince pies. They share them with, 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 with one another. Others are less good at that, but, but some are, are good. But, but you go to join the circle and, and everyone turns their, their backs. As the party goes on, food is dropped on the carpet, the, the mulled wine's drunk, one or two have drunk too much, some uh, glasses get broken, some red wine spilt on the, on, the, on the wall, a fight breaks out in the corner, the tree gets knocked over. Uh, it's a mess. And it doesn't look like anyone is leaving. In fact, you overhear someone talking about if they could get rid of you, they could lock the door and change the locks. Uh, well, I mean, I hope that won't happen if you're having a Christmas party. We had a few neighbours in. They were very pleasant just before we uh, uh, had our carol service. It's okay, but, but imagine that happens. I mean, how do you feel as the homeowner, as the host? Well, you'd be upset, wouldn't you? You'd be sad. You'd probably be angry, and I'm sure rightly so. And, you know, that is what the Bible says that we have done to, to God and to his world. He's given us so many good things to enjoy 
family and friends and food and fun and, 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 and so many good things in this beautiful creation. And we do enjoy those things, but so often barely nod in his direction. We treat these things as though they belong to us, as though they're our own. Of course, some people treat the world better than others. I'm sure you know lots of people who, who, are, who are good people in lots of ways, but, but as a collective in humanity, what have we done? We've, we've spoiled his world. Climate emergency is just one obvious, modern evidence for the way we have taken God's world and spoiled it and abused it. You know, across the ages, humanity has exploited one another, exploited God's world, often sometimes in the name of religion, which is worse above all. And God, the homeowner and the host, looks on and he's rightly upset and saddened and angry with humanity. The Bible's clear that humanity and God are 